What is the most important distinguishing mark of a Christian? This is Friday, June 23rd. What is supposed to set Christians apart from others? Now, for 2,000 years, Christians have worn crosses or other jewelry, or they've put fish signs on the fronts of their houses. They've even worn special clothing or gotten special haircuts. They are all manners of ways that Christians have sought to set themselves apart. And I don't think there's anything wrong with them. They have also pointed to a difference in beliefs, beliefs about God and about humanity and life in the world. And our beliefs are important too. But none of these are the true mark of a Christian. Here's the way Jesus expressed this to his disciples on the night in which he was betrayed. This is John 13, verse 34 to 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. We have learned that the Lord long before commanded his people to love their neighbors and even strangers and aliens in their midst. But here is Jesus commanding a love that is his love. It's sacrificial. A me-for-you love as we learned about yesterday. Why is this love the mark of the disciple of Jesus? Well, first, this self-giving love points to the Lord himself. The first of The Apostle John's letters to his churches tells us this, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. That's 1 John 4, 7. In the chapter before this, John puts the truth as strongly as this. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. That's 1 John 3.14. Yes, if you want to know you're alive in Christ, look no further than this. Why is this mark so important? First, it reveals and shows the life of God himself in us. Yes, this love that is self-giving comes from God. Of course, the first people lived in this love before sin came into our world. God created us in love, and he created us to love. This is our purpose. To image or show forth God in the way we live, love is the way. And second, our love of the brothers and sisters shows that Jesus has redeemed us and reunited us with the Father who loves us. Now, at the same time, it's a new command. It's an ancient one as well. Here again from 1 John chapter 3, verse 11. For this is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Now, this is what changed Paul and the church and challenged the church in Corinth. He said to them this, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels but do not have love... I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, 
I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 3. Isn't the message simple? Nothing matters without love. Speech, which is first mentioned here, separates human beings from the animals, but it doesn't matter without love. And prophecy, that's preaching. Telling the truth about Jesus is the greatest use of speech, sharing the good news. But that doesn't matter without love. Faith is necessary for life in Christ, but even it is useless without love. And even the highest sacrifice of one's life is nothing if not in love. Do you see what Paul is saying in his letter? Love is the greatest thing in our world. But he's also saying that we could have the goods, the best education, our lives could be in order, we can speak well and even serve well, we can hold to the right beliefs, make great gifts, and even sacrifices. But if we do not live a life of love, it is empty and it gains nothing at all. You see, love is meant to be the engine for our lives in everything. Now, of course, we like this idea, but I like what the great Russian author Dostoevsky remarked through one of his characters. Love in action is a harsh and dreadful thing compared with love in dreams. Love in dreams is greedy for immediate action, rapidly performed, and in the sight of all, men will, ep- will even give their lives if the ordeal does not last long but is soon over, with all looking on and applauding as though on stage. But active love is labor and fortitude. And that is where we pick, plan to pick up tomorrow, asking, okay, how can we live this life of love? Would you pray together with me? Father God, we hear the call to love and we know our weakness. We can't live this life. We can't be the sort of people you have meant for us to be. Remind us that the life we are called to requires the work of your spirit and a deep apprenticeship with Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Amen.